I've just been sitting with that a lot about, my God, the society just doesn't let people be. And all of us have different routes in this life. We have different paths and we get to certain places for different reasons. You never know why people look a certain way. It could have been a conscious choice. It could have been a medical thing. It could have been whatever, but it's not any of our business. You're listening to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to share their journey of self-actualization, overcoming fear, and paving the way for a soul's purpose to shine through. Let's start that right here, right now. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. I am currently sitting outside in this like veranda thing that is in the house that I'm subletting and it's raining and you probably can hear the rain and I'm not sure if this is proper podcast protocol to be recording out here but this is really inspiring and so I just figured it'd be perfect to press record and be out here so that's what we're gonna do because I'm the boss of my show and I guess I get to do whatever I want. So that's what we're going to do today. I hope that you're feeling good as you're listening to this. I hope you're feeling grounded and relaxed. And if you're not, I hope that this episode at the end of it makes you feel a bit better. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about loving our quarantine bodies. Yes, I'm going to go there. This is a conversation that I've been having over the past year and a half with members in GC, with my friends, with Frank, with myself, and this this conversation is so layered because it's just bringing up a lot of things that, for me, weren't settled prior to the pandemic and prior to going into quarantine, and you know, for the most part, I think a lot of folks are out and about and we're not at the place that we were last August. But at least for me, I am still in my quarantine body. It took me a while to navigate this and I just figured it'd be worth having a conversation about it openly because I think many, 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 many of us are asking ourselves really hard questions about self-love and worth and our attachment to thinness and challenging fat phobia and all of these things right all of these things that are coming up in the context of having gained weight during the pandemic when we were at home and when we couldn't go outside and when we were stressed out as hell and stress eating and overwhelmed and this is something that Every time I talk about it, it legitimately brings up tears and emotions because I have tried my very best to unpack this, but it's just so deep. It's just so deep. And I've talked about my body dysmorphia on the show before, and my body dysmorphia is in there. It's in my body. It's in my in my mind. It's something that I've been battling for so long and over this whole season of quarantine, the pandemic and COVID and the racial uprising and moving to different states and just going through so much. I've gained weight and 
I've gained, let's see, I think I gained like 40 pounds in the past year and a half or something like that. I don't weigh myself anymore. And the only reason I even know that is because I went for my physical uh, earlier this year in January and I weighed myself. I had to be weighed. And I heard a number that I'd never heard before. I just had never been that weight ever in my life. And I, I remember just being there in the, in the doctor's office and she walked out, the, the, the nurse walked out for a moment. And I just remember sitting there on the bed and being like, what? How, like, how did I get here? And then also feeling like, oh, I know exactly how I got here. I know exactly how I got here. And just reeling from the shock of it all and still in that trying to love myself. And you see, look, I'm already, I'm already sensing tears because this is so deep. It's so deep. Um, I knew this was going to happen. I can't talk about this without crying. And that's why I feel like this is so important to talk about because if I had to guess, so many of you are also feeling conflicted. And something that I have tried to do throughout all of this, right, as I sensed that I was gaining weight, as I sensed that my body was changing, I was trying to love myself through all of that because there was also a time where, and I'm sure y'all remember when we were in quarantine and we were getting all these ads for like at home workouts and, you know, staying, staying active and making sure that we don't lose, that we don't gain weight and this app and this app and eat this and eat that and all that stuff. And I just remember being like, this is just not the time for me to be restrictive or to be super mean to myself or to put something else on myself that I don't need. I'm already dealing with a lot. I just quit my job. I'm going to move away. This country is disappointing. Um, there were people getting murdered around my neighborhood in Brooklyn and there was just so much going on that the last thing that I really had space for mentally was thinking about a regimented workout routine. Like I could care less about that. I just needed my, my, my spirit and my mind to be okay. And I think at some point here, I talked about how I broke out in hives last July at the peak of the racial reckoning at the uprising. And that was a moment where I, I realized like my body isn't just a, <laughs> It isn't just a a vessel to look a certain way. It's a whole fucking organism. And when I'm not well, when my spirit is not well, when my soul is not well, like my body is suffering. And the last thing that I needed to do at that time was to also tell my body that she was not beautiful enough and that she was gaining weight and that we had to do something about that. Like that was not the pressure I needed. And so I decided to compartmentalize that and say, this is just not going to be the time. I'm not doing this to myself. And I was really proud of myself for not having fallen into that trap because it was so apparent that, you know, marketing and the diets and, and, and all of these, these companies that wanted to profit off of our fear of getting fat and gaining weight were going to town. I was getting so much information about all of these things that I could be doing to not get fat. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, I feel like they're upping the ante. It felt almost like it it feels in the beginning of the summer. And I just decided to not do it. I was like, I'm going to gain weight. And this is just part of the situation. This is just part of the journey. And I'm going to love myself throughout all of this. And so it felt like a massive, massive, massive exercise in basically embodying the very thing that I was so afraid of throughout the peaks of my body dysmorphia and 
all of the regimented diets and workouts that I had been so attached to for most of my life. And I had to sit with it and be like, everything that I feared is happening right now. And I'm still going to love myself through it. I'm still going to love myself through it. I'm still going to love myself through it. I really felt like it was therapy in so many ways. It was really tough therapy and it was me with me. And I had my therapist to talk to about this to some extent, but it was really an internal exercise. But yeah, at the end of it, and I say at the end of it, not really at the end of it because who knows what's going on, but the bulk of the weight that I gained was in New York when I was the most stressed out and when we were ordering takeout every single day and when the cortisol levels in my body were insanely high and when I was not moving my body because I couldn't because there were so many people outside in my neighborhood and I just didn't feel safe and now I'm at the point where I'm like okay I want to regulate myself again I want to be active again but I refuse to get into the mindset of oh I'm gonna work out and lose all this weight because I'm ugly or because I'm undeserving or because I'm not worthy because of how I look right now that's not what I'm about to do and I know for sure that that was also part of the marketing of summer 2021. You know, lose your quarantine weight and do this and shred this many pounds in this week and all this shit. I'm just, I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. It took me some time to gain this weight and it's going to take me some time to lose the weight. But I refuse to do it with stress and I refuse to do it with a feeling of unworthiness. I'm going to eat good and I'm going to live my life along the way. And if that means that I'm going to lose this weight slowly, then so be it. But the first thing that I need to focus on is feeling okay and feeling mentally stable, which I have not for so long. And it's been this internal battle of like, oh my God, my pants don't fit me anymore. I can't even tell you. I think I went up two pant sizes. Most of my clothes does not fit me anymore. I had to give away a lot of my clothes. I got new clothes And because I'm out and about and because I'm moving around a bit more and because I'm being more intentional about moving my body in ways that I want to, I am naturally starting to not be able to fit in the clothes that I bought for my new body. But it is all a transition and it is all slowly happening. It is not like a rushed process. It's not a rushed process. And something I was talking to one of my friends about was just reflecting on this weight that I'm at right now and being like, wow, I'm still me. My body doesn't define me. None of this shit defines me. And the only reason that I'm even concerned with kind of being intentional about my weight loss and how I go about this is because the weight that I gained was not happy weight. If I if I was this size because I was out here living my best life and I was happy and I was eating and I was just like out and about and free, I really wouldn't care. I wouldn't care to lose my weight. But the truth of the matter is I gained weight in depression, in isolation, in absolute chaos and mayhem in my mind and in the world. And that to me doesn't feel right because sometimes what I do feel is that right now my body is a reflection of a really tough time that I went through. And I don't know if that makes sense to y'all or if that resonates, but I've been sitting with the not wanting to feel guilty for wanting to lose weight and kind of be where I was at prior to the pandemic because I had a routine. I was happy and I was balanced and that was my body when I was in that state. And my body right now is not a reflection of me having been happy and me having been living my best life. It's a reflection of the worst moments of my life. One of 
the worst seasons of my life. And that I think is what's triggering to me at times when I sit with my body. And it's so complicated because at the same time, I want to accept my body fully as it is right now and not even have to worry about losing weight. And it's just contradictory. And it's really hard to wrap my head around because it doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to love myself and embody everything that I am right now at this weight while also acknowledging that I am at this weight because I went through hell. I went through hell. And this is a manifestation of my horrible eating habits and the crazy cortisol levels that were living in me and that my body was was producing. And so I also don't want to continue to be in that either. And so I'm just trying to navigate this. And really the way that I have gone about this is just committing to movement. Committing to movement. I am not riding my Peloton to lose weight necessarily. I'm riding my Peloton because I want to get stronger. I want to see my resistance go up. I want to be able to see my growth. I want to be able to know that my body is still capable of doing hard things. I want to work out and move so that I get that rush of endorphins after. I want to work out and move my body because my body deserves it because I understand that that's good for me not because I think that I'm not worthy of anything right now because of my weight and that's where the switch has gone off for me that's the difference between who I was before and who I am now I'm actually moving because I understand the benefits of movement not because I want to be a size whatever or because I'm afraid of looking a certain way. That's not what I want to live by anymore. And so naturally, as I commit to strength training and pushing myself as an exercise of fortitude, as an exercise of committing to proving to myself that my body can do really hard things that are gonna make me proud, and not hard things as in like persevering through trauma, but like hard things as in committing to a task and doing something that is going to take some time to be able to achieve and then getting to that moment where it's like, wow, I did it. That's what I want to move for, for the flexibility, for the strength, for the longevity, for the all of that, for the endurance. I want to know what that feels like. That to me is where I want to source strength and a feeling that I am capable Because to me at this point, that feels like the antidote to everything that I have been feeling over the past year and a half. I've been feeling so much like a sloth and like I don't know how to do anything. My body has just felt like a body, but I don't feel like my body has been able to to do anything really. And and as I say that, I'm also like your body just held you through hell, through the hardest time of our collective society. So take that with a grain of salt what I just said but what I really meant through that was just that I I really felt like my muscles were gone and I wasn't able to carry shit (laughs) like I just didn't feel strong and I didn't like that feeling and I, I feel like my body deserves to be cared for and to and for my muscles to be cultivated and for me to be able to lift things because I feel powerful in that not to mention that I just feel like I have a lot of fire in me I'm an Aries moon and an Aries rising and I have hella fire in me and something that I also realize is just not having an outlet to release this heat has also been a detriment to me I think it's affected my emotions my temper and so I'm also sitting with the fact that I need to exhaust my body in certain ways so that I can feel balanced in other ways I cannot have this heat trapped in me all the time because that's where I think I start to get sick and I start to do things that are not me 
So this is all shit I've been sitting with and I've been trying to have this conversation with myself and with my friends and now with y'all in a way that's intentional and, and mindful because the last thing that I want is to, is to not challenge my internalized fat phobia because it's true. This society and my culture and a lot of the people that raised me and that I was around planted seeds of fat phobia and as I've gotten older and as I've tried to become a more aware human I have tried to challenge that because I do not want to tout fat phobia or embody fat phobia or hold myself to a standard because of my internalized fat phobia fat people are good they're fine like if you're fat like yo it's fine if you're happy and you're healthy like it's fine it's fucking fine. Who am I? Who is society to tell you that you absolutely need to change if that's what you want to look like? And as I'm recording this, literally, Lizzo had just put out a uh, song on Friday called Rumors. And she's been going through hell because every time that this woman puts something out, people cannot find a way to just enjoy her music. They have to talk about her body too. And I've just been sitting with that a lot about, my God, the society just doesn't let people be. And all of us have different routes in this life. We have different paths and we get to certain places for different reasons. You never know why people look a certain way. It could have been a conscious choice. It could have been a medical thing. It could have been whatever, but it's not any of our business. And as I feel that, and I know that for the, for society, and as I look at people out in the world, and I try not to judge anyone, and I'm like, yes, live freely and do you and, and be whoever the hell you need to be and look however you want to look, be happy. I realize that there are ways that how I view myself are not in alignment with how I view other people. And so that to me shows that there's not an overlap there, which means that there's something that I'm still not truly believing that I still have not actually acknowledged with myself. And that has been part of the exercise of really, really, really trying to accept myself as I am right now, because there's no way that I can say I accept beautiful fat women for who they are and I want to advocate for their safety and I want to advocate for them to just be who they are while also holding myself to a standard that is not true that is not in alignment to that because that means I'm lying and that is something I have sat with because I don't want to be a liar I can want to slowly lose weight to then bring myself back to a place where I feel like my body is a reflection of balance for myself for what that means for me while also believing that just because I am losing weight that does not mean that I am more worthy or that people who who are thinner are more worthy of love and more worthy of belonging in this society and it is so nuanced and this conversation is not being had in a way that truly acknowledges these overlaps these intersections these moments where we feel things that are complicated that's what I think has been the most difficult for me to wrap my head around throughout all of this journey is that I've been trying to radically accept myself with my new stretch marks, with my new size, with my new boobs, with my new hips, with my new all of this that I've never felt before. Trying to radically accept me as that version and also understanding that this version came as a result of a very, very, very depressed me and reconciling with that while also understanding that if I didn't lose this weight, And that if I gained more weight, I would still be worthy in society. And that anybody who is bigger than me is still worthy in society and beautiful in society. 
and doesn't have to rush to do anything or do anything at all if they don't have to or if they don't want to. That's what I've been sitting with. And so I say all of this to say, if you are listening to this podcast, if you are a man, if you are a woman, if you are non-binary, if you have a body, if you have a meat suit, if you have a vessel that went through some shit over the past year and a half, if you've gained weight, if you are, if you are in a body that you have never been in before, I understand how complicated it is to be in this vessel right now. To be looking at yourself and realizing that this is a manifestation of a time in your life that you treated yourself in ways that you wish you hadn't. But this body has gotten us through really hard shit. The fact that I'm even talking to you on this podcast right now means I survived. I made it. My nervous system worked with me. My cardiovascular system worked with me. My muscles, everything, everything worked to keep me alive. And if you're listening, that means that your body did everything to keep you alive as well. And that, that, that is worth praise. And if you are feeling like you want to treat your body differently and you want to be more active and you want to eat better and you want to have better habits, that's also okay. And that's also a form of love. But the key for us is remembering that as we evolve into whatever shape we evolve into, that doesn't determine our worthiness or our ability to be more acceptable in the society as we are right now is enough. And that's what we have to remember. And it's a tricky line. It's a tricky situation here to balance both truths but i think that should be our north star the amount of fat that we have on our body does not determine who we are or our worthiness in this world or our ability to feel like we matter that's just not fair it's really mean when you think about it to even think that because we have more fat on our bodies we're not good enough that's so mean and that's a product of patriarchy that's a product of this society and as we are navigating this inner journey as we make sense of all of this let's try our best to not uphold the toxic standards of patriarchy and of this hella toxic society that we were born into we can redefine what this looks like for us it doesn't have to fall in line with the terminology and with the culture that has made us suffer so much. It doesn't have to. Let's just align ourselves with just doing what feels best for our well-being, for our happiness, for our joy, for what makes our bodies feel better. Not only doing things as a way to minimize fat. And so it's an exercise, but we are worthy, y'all. And our bodies deserve love in whatever form we can give it. Wow, that was a lot. Just know that you're not alone in feeling complicated in your body post-quarantine. We're all trying to figure it out. Not all of us. There's some people who didn't gain weight. But for those of us who did gain a lot of weight, we're trying to figure it out too. And there's no need to put extra pressure on ourselves. We've already gone through hell and gone through very difficult things. All we need to do right now is just commit to loving ourselves. That's it. Okay? Well, I hope this rain wasn't too much for you. It seems relaxing for me and I'm listening to the podcast on my headphones as i speak and it's not too bad (laughs) i hope i don't regret this (laughs) anyway i hope you all have a great day i'm sending you so much love i'm sending your body so much love and yeah i'll talk to you next week love y'all